I like working at TalkTalk because I feel like my opinion matters. The chance to work with such brilliant people who are unapologetically passionate about the great things that we do for our customers every day. What I love the most about TalkTalk is the people. The fact that I get to work alongside like-minded people that I class as my friends. From our new values, we commit resonates the most with me and committed to our common goal of providing the best possible service to our internal and external customers. The thing I enjoy most about working at TalkTalk would be the flexibility. We really embraced flexible working prior to the pandemic and after the pandemic, we've just really cemented this in the organisation with hybrid working. Lisa, tell us why these three were chosen. Tell us about that process, how it started and, and why there was need for change. Well, it started with our colleagues because we wanted to ask them what they thought of our current values and then what they thought our new values should be. Um, so we did, had a lot of conversations with them. We talked at length um, in various ways, lots of listen-listen sessions where we let them tell us all about what they thought. Um, and then we shaped all of that data into sort of eight key themes, um, which then we shaped down again into the three values that we came up with. What was the what was the reason? You'd have thought that values are something that's quite evergreen, that doesn't ever change. But I guess, you know, there are bottles of wine and bottles of beer that change shape over the years. Logos change shape very, very slightly. What was What was it that we needed to change very slightly and why was that? I think it was an opportunity to have a look at the values because of the business going private and moving to Salford. And we've gone through a lot of change over the past couple of years. And it just felt like the right moment to have a look at those and see if, see if they fitted us and actually evolve them into something that fits us where we are now as a business. Now, all three of us, we hope that everyone will have heard of these values by now, given our stupendously effective communications campaign. But if you haven't heard them, what are they? <laughs> I hope everyone knows them inside out for sure, but um, they are we care, we challenge and we commit. So simple, three of them. We had more before, I guess, is that a sense that smaller means more memorable? Yeah, I mean, the power of three, you know, simple. They cover everything we want. You know, their care is very much where we are. And that's everything from caring about each other and colleagues, employees, but also our customers but very much so our community as well um, and thinking about sustainability and the planet. So it's, you know, care is a far reaching one, but one um, where we think we're, we're very good at already, but there's always room for improvement, of course. And challenge is interesting because that implies not where you are, that's where you want to get to a little bit. So that's a bit different. Absolutely. I think that reflects who we want to be as a challenger business um, and also how we challenge each other to be the very best we can be. Um, and I think that can be translated into many ways in terms of challenging ourselves, in terms of our sort of personal and professional development, challenging how we work together, challenging each other with feedback, you know, from a colleague perspective, but also challenging ourselves to be better in the community and supporting um, very local causes and that kind of thing as well so i think again it's a very far-reaching one jane commit what does that mean to you because care and challenge we get that commit is interesting that's kind of like a, a way of a way of behaving in, in business i guess being resilient you know really keeping your eye on the prize a bit is that it yeah i think this is the one that came out loud and clear in the listen listens and in all of the employee feedback it's imperative that we 
improve on this in our culture. So our DNA is very, we're very fast paced. You know, I've been here 14 years and I can say this having uh, got that tenure that we do move move quickly, you know, and, and that with that comes sometimes not maybe finishing things properly or going back to review them and best practice in terms of evaluation of a project at the end of it, that kind of thing. So I think um, this came through loud and clear that because we wanted these values to be kind of summing up what we do well and summing up some of the great things that we do already, which there was lots of that through the Listen Listens, but equally uh, really pushing us to change as well and to be aspirational about what we need to fix or what we need to get better at. And this this is definitely in that camp. Uh, so it, it basically represents just constantly being better, constantly looking for continuous improvement, finishing what we started, uh, doing what we say we will. So that could be a behavior, personal behavior. You know, I can't do that by Wednesday, but I'll do it by Thursday or whatever, managing expectations. And I think if we can get better at that as a culture, we'll, that will stand us in good stead. And that, that was based on the feedback. Uh, so the second two almost go as a pair, don't they? We need, we need to challenge ourselves, challenge the industry, challenge each other, push a little bit, but in a way that we know that we're able to commit to what we do. So, and, and sort of do things fully, properly, completely. So they kind of, they're sort of, they're twins almost, aren't they? I think that's a really good point. And I love how the three actually interlink because if you're challenging yourself, it's because you care about what you're doing. If you're challenging someone else, you do it that's in a way that's rooted in care, you know, so it's not challenging for challenging sake or, but then, you know, challenging to to then commit to something because we all care about what we do. I don't know. You know, full they, they come full circle, the three of them, I think, in many situations. Yeah, the reason why I like them is that I, I've worked in a few organizations over the time and, and I've just thought that some values just you, you cut the cake open, you see what is there. That doesn't really, there's not really much you can do with that. They're not really that useful. They need to push an organization as well, don't they? Lisa, you work, you know, you work in inclusion work, you know, where yes, we are as we are, but we also want to get better. You know, we also want to we want to improve. We need we want to work. So that's a really important part of values, isn't it? That it pushes you and stretches you a bit. Absolutely. And I think, you know, the great thing about them is you can use them to shape that decision making that you're doing, you know, big decisions, but also day to day, you know, you can reflect them in that, you know, am I reflecting these values by making this choice? You know, is does it show care? Does it show challenge and does it show commitment? And they can be referred to very much on a day-to-day basis as much as a, a wider strategic basis as well. So I'm, I'm allowed to bring them out at meetings I'm with my team. I'm Absolutely. allowed to yeah, Absolutely. Do, you encourage me, do you encourage me to do so? <laughs> yes. We, what are we committing to at the end of this meeting? Who's going to take that action, all the rest of it? I think it's good And practice. please do challenge yeah. me. Okay, because I care yeah. about it. <laughs> but I guess that, that's the point, isn't it? That, that's, the, that's the barometer of whether they're, whether they're being used, whether they're useful. And they will be. I think they, they've, they've, they've gone down very well, clearly, um, is whether we feel that we can use them tangibly on a day-to-day basis, that they're real. You know, they make a difference to, to how we work with our teams and with each other. Absolutely. I think that's sort of anyone anyone's biggest fear when you launch something like this in a company that uh, either people walk past them and go oh that's kind of top management stuff again you know it's not for me or you know it's HR initiative that we you know whatever you know and actually it was massively massively important to us and one of the things that Lisa set up was two groups of people to kind of take these values forward into the organization and help to launch them and one was Obviously, you know, cross-section of the people team because there's tangible things that you have to do across your sort of employee life cycle. You know, they need to be in all the recruitment material. They need to 
uh, be in the onboarding collateral. They need, you know, they need to be in the reward and recognition strategy. So we've got loads of great stuff going on there from the people team. But we also purposefully, for that reason, uh, set up a business matrix team. So representatives from within the business that serve our customers, that look after our customers, that do different jobs within the business outside of the HR world to really think about what is going on in our subsections of the business and in our departments bring these values to life for our people there what what actually do you need to know about that's happening in these areas that can bring the values to life for people so that was a very purposeful kind of part of the project and, and part of the launch and that that group has been really really helpful in giving us ideas uh, of how to bring them to life and really embed them which is going to take months isn't it you know months and months and, and we need to keep it alive Lisa, you, you've, you've been working on these values. Also, you have a, if you want a, a day job, if you want as inclusion, what doing a lot leading, doing great things with our inclusion work. How do you think this will help us become a more inclusive organization? Um, I think in various ways, really. Um, I think the one that particularly, I mean, care naturally kind of connects to inclusion in terms of caring about each other and doing the right thing and that side of things. But I think for me, it's around the challenge and commitment, actually, that are going to really take our inclusion to the next level. Um, because, you know, with challenge, we, we've talked about it in an in inclusion context, a lot around allyship and around challenging each other to be better to each other and what we can do to support, but also educate each other. And I think challenge fits really well to that, but also commitment, you know, and that's around committing to what we say we're going to do. You know, we're looking at how we can be better and our, our pain points and actually putting things in place to make sure that we move the dial. And it's not just talk, you know, that we are actually moving the dial. Yeah, because a lot of companies, a lot of companies get enclosed about rain, rainbow washing, don't they? You put a post up, you know, to do with pride or whatever, and there's nothing behind it. There's no I don't, I don't feel that's the case with us at all, actually. And I think that, that commitment is, is the vital thing to show, isn't it, in that, in that world? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it, it's like that old saying that gets thrown around a lot, but it's like what, measures, what gets measured gets done. Um, and I think that with the sort of challenge and commit side of things, that can really help us with that diversity and inclusion strategy and taking us to the next level. So, Jane, what are you going to do moving forward? What are you going to do with this on your day-to-day level? Give us listeners one tip for how we can use these values on Monday, on Tuesday, next week, whatever. Definitely in a one-to-one. Am I living these? Do I? Do these ring true to me? What do these mean to me? Personalise them, I would say, because if they do feel like kind of lofty company things, I don't think that they're going to uh, do what we want them to do, which is make people feel connected to the organisation, drive good performance, drive the right behaviours. So I think, first of all, take a step back and look at them and personalise them to yourself and think, do I, uh, you know, how do these resonate with me and how, where do I need to improve and where am I doing well? And have that discussion with your, your people manager, I would say, to really bring them to life for you in your day to day. And Lisa, what would you say? Very similar, really. I think it's, I think the beauty of them is making them relevant to your, you know, either your job or your business area. You know, there's all different challenges going on across the business and different areas and different areas of focus. And I think the great thing is actually taking them down to that granular level in terms of what's going on in your world and how to apply them to that. I look forward to lots of challenging messages from both of you over the next few weeks and months. Get ready. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks, Tom. That's all for today. If you like the podcast, please subscribe in your podcast app. And if you have time, give us a review. If you have a suggestion or question, get in touch on Twitter at TalkTalkGroup. You can follow us there or also on LinkedIn. 
Thanks a lot for listening. 